Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. I'm recording this today. It is Friday, July 17th, 2020. Was trying to figure out what to do for a podcast on Thursday. And with the Redskins news coming down the pike of the, um, the sexual misconduct that was kind of rumbling, I kind of wanted to wait for that story to break because that is going to be the biggest story in D.C. And I feel like it's such a big story that we do need to talk about it a little bit here on the Lockdown Nationals podcast as we head towards the Nats 2020 season. Um, the Nationals do play an inter-squad scrimmage tonight. Uh, I believe it's 5.55. They will play the Phillies tomorrow. But a whole lot of Nationals news to get to. So I kind of wanted to see where things would play out Thursday night, um, especially I know they had a, a scrimmage last night. And then also, too, they're getting a couple players back. So there's a lot of Nats news to get to in this podcast. We're going to get to that. Also, in relation to the Redskins story, I will be having Cassie Florido on to discuss um, women in sports media, um, the, you know, kind of the perils that they face. And sadly, I have to call them perils after the uh, kind of the atrocities that we saw in that Redskins article. And, you know, kind of some of the, the biases they, they face, the, um, the behavior that they face, not just in sports media, but working in athletics. Cassie is a photographer for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, as well as she uh, shoots a lot of free stuff freelance for um, University of Missouri Athletics. Um, she shot a PGA Championship with me um, in St. Louis. Um, so Cassie is a very experienced sports photographer, has covered probably more games than I have, um, just being there on the ground, taking pictures. Um, and so she is around all different types of people. And we're going to talk to her about her experiences in sports media um, her experience is just being a woman working in sports. Some of the stuff that she's faced, because she's been in everywhere from NFL press boxes to on NFL fields to you know, SEC press boxes to golf tournaments. So she's kind of been with um, so many different crowds and, and uh, has experienced so much. So I think kind of getting her perspective on this situation, uh, on uh, you know what men should be doing better in, in and around sports, what fans can be doing better, and uh, what we can all do better uh, as to make sure sports are a space where everybody can coexist and nobody has to be fearful uh, of being treated uh, in some of the ways that we saw. So that's going to be a very worthwhile conversation. On today's pod, we're going to talk about the players rejoining the Nationals, as well as a potential contingency plan um, that is not Nationals Park for the Nats to play in. Uh, and, and we've got a whole lot of news to get to with that. So hope you guys enjoy this early Friday morning edition of the Locked On Nationals podcast. 3-2 to Suzuki. Kurt Suzuki, see you later! The Nets have won it! Seven runs in the bottom of the ninth! This is deep to center field. Bellinger's back, it's a grand slam! Howie Kendrick with a 10th inning grand slam! to break it open, the former Dodger breaking hearts in Los Angeles. The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss, swing and a miss, swing and a miss. And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books. The celebration is on. The Washington Nationals are the world champions. You are listening to the Locked On Nationals podcast. Your one-stop shop for news, analysis, and conversation surrounding your reigning, undisputed World Series champion, Washington Nationals. Now, here's your host, Josh Neighbors. 
All right, so here we go once again, Friday, July 17th, 2020. Josh Neighbors here starting off the Locked On Nationals podcast. So the news here, this one comes courtesy of the Washington Post. Nationals exploring alternatives to Nationals Park because of D.C.'s coronavirus regulations. This one is by Jesse Doherty and Dave Shinem. Before I get into the piece, you guys will remember that Connor Jones and I were discussing the other day some of the players who were in quarantine and D.C.'s 14-day policy with quarantine. The Nats, you know, were trying to consider maybe getting an exception, but the D.C. government not budging on that. And, um, you know, because of that, because of the 14-day mandatory quarantine, this is what has now driven the Nationals to maybe explore playing elsewhere. Here, here's the, uh, the piece in the Washington Post. The Washington Nationals are unsure whether they will begin the season playing at Nationals Park because of municipal coronavirus protocols. According to multiple people with knowledge of the situation, and the team is actively exploring alternative sites with opening day only a week away. The main reason for the uncertainty is that players, coaches, and staff have to quarantine for 14 days if they are exposed to the novel coronavirus, per the city's health protocols. The district is willing, excuse me, is unwilling to bend that requirement for the Nationals, according to a person with direct knowledge of the situation. And the team is wary of its ability to compete under those guidelines. The Nationals are scheduled to host the New York Yankees on July 23rd, on tw- July 23rd, the first game of Major League Baseball's 60-game schedule for 2020. As of Thursday afternoon, the location of the matchup is still being determined. The Nationals have considered two alternate sites, according to people, two people with knowledge of the situation, including their Class A stadium in Fredericksburg and, to a much lesser extent, their spring training facility in Florida. An MLB spokesman confirmed the Nationals are one of two teams, along with the Dodgers, uh, dealing with municipal quarantine rules that could prevent additional challenges, excuse me, that could present additional challenges during the season. Baseball is, is helping to resolve those issues, but it is unclear whether the Dodgers are also exploring alternative sites. Um, so the Nationals have been in D.C. Uh, since July 3rd. They've had 10 players and one coach enter that 14-day quarantine. And um, this is, I mean, this is huge news because it's July 17th, people. And if, you know, a week from today, I will be breaking down, hopefully, the first Washington Nationals game of the season on this podcast. Location, TBD. This reminds me of what Dana White was doing with Fight Island. He wouldn't tell anybody where it was, where they were going. Um, This is concerning, man. I mean, obviously, I think if the Nationals were to make the move to Fredericksburg, it would be a smart one because it is a facility that is built um, recently. It opened on April 23rd, 2020, a facility they could definitely use. Um, So technically, Fredericksburg is an independent city. It borders on Spotsylvania County. So um, keep that uh, in mind. And uh, I know D.C. has been doing somewhat better with coronavirus cases as we move towards, you know, what was supposed to be the now the 2020 season. But uh, I don't really think anybody knows where it's going to be. Obviously, them exploring the option right now is something that is it's a bit late in the game, especially while your team is getting some comfort at Nats Park. I mean, that's you know, that's what you want. You want these guys to be comfortable. But if they make a move to a different county, I mean, I think they make the move for the season. Going back and forth would be a disastrous idea 
I think, and they need to get this thing sorted out immediately. Um, if I had to guess, I think they keep it keep it at Nats Park and just kind of deal with it as it goes. But um, this is a frustrating situation for many. I know this is not what we want to be talking about with one week until the season starts, but unfortunately, it is the reality of the situation as we sit right now, um, just six days away from opening day. Now, the Nats are scheduled to play in spring training games. Um, they are playing the Phillies in a summer camp game that I believe is going to be at Nationals Park on Saturday night. So, um, yes, it's scheduled to be at Nationals Park uh, Saturday night. So with that in mind, I mean, you know, if you're going to play at Nats Park and um, they do play at Camden Yards twice next week before the season begins, you know, if you're playing Saturday night at Nats Park, I mean, you might as well just keep it there. I, I understand the concern with the coronavirus and, and you being held to um, local standards might not be the best for your situation, but I think it's best if the Nationals keep a team at Nats Park, they don't move it, and uh, they just kind of deal with things as they come. All right, and we'll get to part two of this podcast about the returning players. But first, a word from our sponsors. Now on to some good news, courtesy of Howard Fendrick of the Associated Press. Juan Soto and Howie Kendrick found pictures of themselves and a welcome back message waiting for them in the home clubhouse at Nationals Park when they finally joined the World Series champions for summer camp and played an inter-squad scrimmage on Thursday night. Um, so, yeah, guys, Howie Kendrick and Juan Soto are back, finally. And that is gigantic news for the Washington Nationals. Obviously, getting these guys back before the inter-squad scrimmage on Friday, before their three, um, their three preseason games on Saturday, and then I believe, uh, double-checking here, on, yep, on Monday and Tuesday at Camden Yards. Huge, huge news. Now, obviously, there are some players who still are not with, uh, not with the team. And also, by the way, Luis Garcia was able to rejoin the group uh, as well. But um, there are a few guys who are still not with the team. Um, I know Will Crow is, is not with the team just yet. Victor Robles, not with the team just yet. So there's a few players the Nationals still need to get back, but Soto and Kendrick are back. Luckily, hopefully, they can get those guys uh, some, some ABs and get themselves ready to go for the season. And I know that Howie Kendrick... Uh, was able to battle. He got a. He actually got even got a hit, um, the other night or last night, excuse me, in uh, in the inner squad scrimmage. So um, he was in that number three spot uh, in the top in the half innings, and he got a single off Patrick Corbin. So um, he all and then Juan Soto too. He also uh, got a single last night as well off Ryan Harper. So these guys getting them back, huge huge news for DC. Hopefully they can get these guys ready before the season. Obviously, it's unfortunate that some of the players, um, namely Victor Robles, are still in quarantine waiting. It's a weird situation. Obviously, this stuff is, um, you know, all of it's very conditional and touch and go right now. But look, man, the Nationals are getting everybody back. Preseason games are happening everywhere. Hopefully, everybody's going to be able to stay safe. And we're going to get these first tests when these teams come together and play. And hopefully, um, they're not able, you know, they're not passing too much around. Obviously, the social distancing protocols, you know, we talked about how 
look, if you're going to play baseball, play baseball. But these are going to be crucial during the game because, look, they're not going to quarantine these guys and they're going to have them in different cities and been going about their semi-daily lives and playing baseball. Some of these social distancing rules are going to have to be in effect. And I'm curious to see how the guys manage those, um, whether they really do adhere to them or not. But uh, it should be interesting, especially considering that we've now got uh, a game on the horizon, games on the horizon, even though they don't count um, in the in the very immediate future. I mean, this weekend coming up. So, but it's good to have Soto and and Kendrick back. We'll see what they like look like in the in the um, in the games upcoming. Soto said, you know, it was tough because in his obviously a twenty one year old kid, you know, he wants to get out there, start playing again, and he said, look, it was difficult because he was trying to swing his bat in his apartment and it was barely big enough to do so. So we'll see how those guys are doing. Really excited to have them back uh, and be able to talk some, some baseball. So that'll do it for our show today. One more coming this weekend. will either be the conversation with Cassie trying to book that right now, or uh, Connor Jones and I will have a preview for the first base situation. The nationals uh, are finding themselves in right now. Once again, check out the Locked On MLB podcast as well as the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast, all part of the Locked On Podcast Network.